Hello, and welcome to the Inspiring ECE Podcast. I'm your host, Marcina Cole. And can you believe it? It is summertime and it is in full swing. While some educators are soaking up the sun, and absolutely, if you can, do so, and others are getting ready and organized for the upcoming fall season, just like myself. Now, I'm going to be really real with you. I have been on the struggle bus when it comes to organization. I've had my fair share of chaos days, misplacing important documents, and feeling extremely overwhelmed with piles of papers, not only on my desk, but around my whole house. But I want to share that I am in a season of my journey of getting organized. And that's what I want to talk about today, getting organized for success. So on today's episode, we're going to dive headfirst into the beginning world of organization. I'm going to share some practical tips as well as things that I've just started to make myself more organized to be successful in the classroom and in life. So grab your favorite colored pens, put on that superhero cape because getting organized takes work. Grab your favorite drink and let's dive into this episode together. Get ready to reunite your passion for early childhood education. I'm your host, Marcina Cole, and welcome to the Inspiring ECE Podcast. Our goal is to build communities where you feel inspired and motivated to be the best version of yourself. So join us as we dive into the world of early childhood education together and reunite that fire that brought you into this profession. As an educator, I know how challenging and rewarding the field can be, and that's why I created this podcast. We'll explore the latest trends and challenges faces in the field. We'll have expert guests and webinars and provide workshop coaching and mentorship programs that will help guide you to your ideal work-life balance. So join us as we dive into the world of early childhood education together and reunite that fire that brought you to this profession in the first place. So let's get started. Hello, educators. Today, we are going to dive deep into the world of organization. But I have a confession to make. Even after 20 years of being an early childhood educator, I struggled to keep things organized and together. Yep, that's right. Organization has never been my friend, but I've decided to embrace change and work on my weakness. You see, over the past few years, I have ventured into different roles in the classroom. This time in the fall, I will be entering the classroom as the teacher. That's a brand new role for me. I finished all my education and now I'm stepping into the workforce as a teacher. And this is the time where I need to embark on organizing my life, both personally and professionally. I have to set myself up for success. 
I want to paint a picture for you. Think about this. I have over 20 years worth of materials stored away in my basement. There is bins, there is materials, there is memories. I'm taking this time during the summer, plus I have help from my children, to declutter and reorganize this space. I'm going to let go of things that no longer serve me. I'm going to create a system that works seamlessly for all of my future endeavors. But here's the thing. The organization journey won't happen overnight. It's a process. From sorting through all the physical materials to creating digital space for easy accessibility, it's going to be a challenge. And I'm up for it. So why is organization so important? Well, my dear friends, when your environment is tidy, your mind can be clear. You can fully immerse yourself in the present moment with your little learners. It's like taking a breath of fresh air for both you and the children. Just imagine the impact of an organized classroom, but most of all, an organized educator. Everything that has its place, resources are easy, accessible, the transitions are smooth like butter. It's like giving yourself a superpower. I absolutely love that. And let's not forget the mental clarity that comes with being organized. The mindset shift when you know what everything has a place, everything's in order, you can really focus on truly what matters. And that is fostering the learning and love and creativity for those children within your program but also within your life. Okay, so now that we've talked a little bit about why it's important, and of course, me being a hot mess and on the struggle bus, I want to start to share some tips with you that I found at the very beginning of this journey. I've mentioned it before. It's going to be a progress. This is not going to happen overnight. But I just want to share with you some of the things that have literally changed how I'm setting up to be successful. All right. Tip number one, everything needs a home. I'm going to say it again. Everything needs a space. So you have to picture things like walking into a classroom and everything has its place. Materials are neatly organized. Resources you can get to when you need them. It makes life magical. So start with specifically assigning things. So for me, I have bins and bins of materials. Yes, when you begin organizing, there is a little bit of investment. I've had to go and buy a couple of really clear bins. And I'll tell you why I love clear bins. I'm a visual learner. I need to know what's inside my bins. I don't have time to guess. If I pick up a bin and I can turn it around, I need to know what is inside. Also, creating labels. So I label everything. And for some, just saying craft supplies works for you. On my labels, they're a little bit more specific. 
So craft supplies means scissors, glue, pencil crayons, so on. On my other bins, such as my literacy, it is letter recognition on one bin. Maybe it's my math and we're doing counting or sorting. It's just very specific labels on my bin. That just helps me. Those are my teacher bins. Those are not necessarily the bins that the children or the students have access to. Those are things that I need to keep myself organized, that I can provide them with provocations and invitations for learning. Tip number two, organize your papers and documents. I know what you're thinking. What are we talking about? Do we all have computers? Yes, we do. But for the last 20 years, I have a million files of a million different things. Half of this organization is going to be removing files, adding files to Google Drives, Google Keep, however you want to organize your documents. I just learned that in Google Docs, I can actually color code my files. Game changer. I didn't even think that was possible. I'm going to do a quick shout out to Creative Kinder that definitely gave me that idea. Absolutely love it. I have organized all of these things. Going through files are taking me a long time, but it's a process. So I make sure that I spend some time a little bit every week to just organize my documents. Now, what are you thinking about those hard copy papers? We have those too. Absolutely. You can have a filing cabinet. I know what you're thinking. Ah, more piles and piles of paper. Yes, but an organized filing cabinet with the right labels lets you know exactly what's in it when you need to get there. Eventually, you'll scan all of those into digital form anyway. But for now, try to keep it organized. Try to limit the clutter around your desk. Put things away. Make sure they have a space and start to organize yourself from the beginning. And my last tip is put everything on a calendar or I don't know some people do really well with to-do list I struggled with it if that works for you I encourage you to do that but write it down on a calendar time block I learned this from a mentor that I have the privilege of working with right now and that's going to be next episode when we talk about mentors and coaches I'm learning to time block so that means I'm dedicating specific time to do specific tasks. So it forces me to write things down and get a little bit more specific. And I know as an early childhood educator for many years, it was easy to just plan based on the children's needs and interests. But being a teacher, there is a little bit more organization that needs to happen. And I'm getting used to it. I'm trying to figure out how to make it all work and be successful without reaching burnout. With that being said, putting everything on a calendar has been a game changer. I've been doing it for a few weeks and I'm starting to see how much it's improved my time management when it comes to accessibility, when it comes to my focus and my productivity. So, I was able to spend more time decluttering, going through my files if I know I dedicated a specific time. Also, I know exactly what I was working on because I wrote it down. So if a to-do list works for you, I inspire you to do what works for you. Being organized 
helps you be successful in planning as well as knowing what's coming next so you're always prepared. But most of all, you can be present in the moment because you've dedicated that time to that task. All right, my fabulous educators, it's time to take action and bring organization into our lives. We've talked about the importance of organization. We've shared some tips, but now it's time to put some of those ideas into motion. So here are some actionable tips that you can embrace organization and set up yourself for success. Step one, start small. We're not building Rome in one day and it will never be perfectly organized right off the bat. Begin by tackling one specific area in your professional life and then maybe you can do another area in your personal life and go back and forth. Maybe you want to do all of your professional life at once, all of your personal life at once. Just start small, do one thing at a time, and when you have completed that one task, definitely celebrate that victory along the way. Step two, create a system. Think about organization methods that really stand out to you. Things that work for you. Maybe it's things you've seen online. Maybe it's a colleague that has an awesome organization tool that you want to use. Embrace it. Find a system that works for you and your teaching style. If you're a teacher that likes to have open-ended and you want access to everything in your cabinets and you like to leave the classroom open, then make sure your organization speaks to you as your teacher. If you want to be more specific and you want to make sure that you have specific things to meet those learning outcomes, then you are going to organize based on that. And my third and final step for you, which right now is where I'm at, and that is prioritize and declutter. Let things go. As educators, we tend to accumulate all types of materials and resources over time. Sometimes we never even go back and look at it. Yep, I know. I'm talking to you. But it's okay to make sure you are updating all of your resources, keeping things current and relevant to the children and students in your care. Take the time to prioritize what truly matters to you. Decluttering your physical and digital spaces free up so much mental energy and create room for new ideas and inspiration. Oh my, it feels like I've been doing nothing but all of this talking, but I'm really passionate about beginning this journey of reorganization, and I just wanted to share it with you. And that's a wrap, my fabulous educators. We have reached the end of this episode, and I hope you feel inspired to embark on some of your own organization within your journey. As you know, I've stated before, I have struggled with being organized. And as an educator with over 20 years of experience, I've accumulated so much stuff. I've had messy moments and chaotic classroom days. And I've searched the high and low for misplaced materials and battled. I mean battled. Piles and piles of paper. But I want to tell you, I've started this 
journey of reorganization for success. And it's already making a world of difference. I'm decluttering, I'm organizing, and I'm creating systems that work for me. Now, I'm not going to pretend that this journey is all unicorns and rainbows. It takes time, patience, and willingness to let things go. I know that's hard, but trust me, it's worth it. When we clear our physical and mental clutter, we create space for magic, inspiration, and creativity. So, my darling educators, I invite you to join me on this adventure and let's embrace organization together. Take small steps try new strategies, and celebrate every victory, no matter how big or small. Also, a friendly reminder, we are not aiming for perfection. We are just striving to make more order and a little bit more clarity throughout our teaching journey. That's it. That's all. I wanted to thank you for being a part of this incredible community, as well as for tuning in to this episode. Please feel free to reach out to us on socials. And there's all these new things coming up in the fall. So please join our emailing list. So that way you know what's coming. And don't forget to subscribe to these episodes so you never miss one. Until next time, have a great day and keep inspiring. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Inspiring ECE Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We had a blast and we hope you did too. Remember, this is your community and we want to hear from you. So connect with us on social media at Aspire to Educate. Visit our website at aspiretoeducate.com and also send us an email. All the details will be in the description or the show notes. And don't forget, we're here to support you through your educational journey. So subscribe and tune in for future episodes. And let's continue to inspire and support each other to the best versions of ourselves. Until next time, have yourself a great day.